What the heck is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Guaranteed Entertainment. I'm your host, Garen Shantz, and happy hump day. And it is a very good day because I finally have my voice back. And if you stuck through the podcast on Friday with our special guest, Grayson Shantz, I appreciate you, I love you, and I love you if you're listening to the podcast right now. Got a lot of great things in store today. Gonna talk about the best budget-friendly vacations to go on for college students, for broke people out there and for those of us who are very frugal with their money gonna talk about the weekend getaways maybe those short week vacations gonna talk about that and also gonna break down the top news stories of the week and of the day everything that's happened since friday and weather wise here in texas it has been absolutely crazy here in dfw tornadoes all around so be careful out there we are in tornado alley so watch out also my dog took him on a walk yesterday and went to the lake and this guy just decided to go and find a dead fish and he rolled all in it so for those of us dog owners if you feel me you feel me i cannot get the dead fish smell off of him if you have any tips please send them my way at shots underscore five on twitter at shots five altogether on instagram and i also have these free stickers i'm giving away they came in the mail just last week they're super cool super awesome Be sure to give me a rating and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or whatever you're listening to. Leave me a rating or a review. Take a screenshot of it. Send it my way on Twitter or Instagram. And I'll be sure to send you a couple of those stickers. They're really cool. I can give you some for your friends and family. Tell them all about it. Tell them that Guaranteed Entertainment is the best dang podcast out there because I talk about anything and everything. But let's go ahead and jump into today's top news stories of the week. So number one is Attorney General William Barr is testifying on the Mueller report before the Senate panel. And if you don't know, some breaking news on Twitter last night was that William Barr had basically lied and that Robert Mueller expressed his concerns about how William Barr didn't actually, I guess, didn't actually give the entirety of his report on the investigation of the Russia probe and it looks like William Barr kind of lied so he's playing into Trump's kind of game that he has there and now Robert Mueller is set to more than likely testify on his behalf of the Mueller report. William Barr is, this is an article from CBS News by Grace Sagers, Catherine Watson, Emily Tillett or Tillet says a defiant bar grilled about Mueller letter by Senate Judiciary Committee live updates and the first paragraph of this story is a defiant attorney general William Barr is defending the way he oversaw the release of special counsel Robert Mueller's report in a hearing before the Senate Judiciary Committee on Wednesday his highly anticipated appearance follows the revelation Tuesday that Mueller had confronted Barr about his public characterization of the report Barr told the committee Mueller was concerned press coverage of Barr's March 24th letter to top lawmakers and the public had been inaccurate. So that's really big stuff right there. There's a little bit of criminal activity going on in the White House, but when is there not? But it's really been on the news. Trump, once again, a leading news story. Gotta give me some water here before I lose my voice. But next on the list is... Oh, dang. Okay, so thousands of Venezuelans take to the streets as Guaido and Maduro rally supporters. So this is from the Washington Post. 
in the first paragraph, this is by Mariana Zuniga, Zuniga, Anthony Fiola, and Mary Beth Sheridan. I'm sorry if I mispronounced their name. Names, excuse me. It says Venezuela's government and its foes are trying to show their strength Wednesday, a day after opposition leader Juan Guaido launched a risky effort to enlist the military in toppling President Nicolas Maduro. Here's what we know so far, and this is straight from the article, so giving credit to the Washington Post. It says thousands of anti-government demonstrators gathered in Caracas, heading, heeding a call from Guaido, who attempted to regain momentum Tuesday's largely unsuccessful gambit. Security forces used tear gas on some protesters. Maduro appeared triumphant on Wednesday, tweeting that his opponents, included the United States, will fail in their efforts to take our victories from us. He announced pro-government demonstrations on Wednesday. There's those protests that are going on out there in Venezuela. It's getting really crazy over there. Also in Paris, some crazy stuff going on. I'm trying to figure out where I saw that news story. I know it was trending on Twitter this morning. Just got to go back and find it. So an article here from Politico says 2020 presidential candidate Senator Gillibrand proposes clean elections campaign finance plan. Another article here, and this is really big breaking news from last night, and my deepest condolences go out to those affected at UNC Charlotte. So a, this from the Charlotte Observer, a 22-year-old Charlotte UNC Charlotte shooting suspect was charged with murder overnight, and this is an article by Anna Douglas, Gavin Off, and Mark Price of the Charlotte Observer. It says the 22-year-old man accused of shooting six people Tuesday at UNC Charlotte is facing two counts of murder according to Mecklenburg County records. Tristan Andrew Terrell was arrested on the campus by Charlotte Mecklenburg Police Tuesday after six people were shot on the North Charlotte campus, creating widespread panic among students and faculty. He is scheduled to have a first appearance in Mecklenburg County Court on Thursday afternoon according to jail records. The two dead students have been identified as Ellis Parlier, uh, 19 years old of Midland and Riley Howell, 21 years old of Waynesville, the university said. Also, they, uh, UNCC also identified the four injured students as Rami Aramadan, uh, 20 years old of Sihat, Saudi Arabia, Sean Dehart, 20 years old of Apex, Emily Hooped, 23 years old of Charlotte, and Drew Pescaro, 19 years old of Apex, three remain hospitalized and one was treated and released, a UNCC official said Wednesday. Prayers out to those affected in Charlotte and my prayers go out to all of the UNC students and faculty members of these horrible and horrific ter uh, terrorist attacks. It's a terrible thing going on with all of that going, uh, with all that happening. You think the Louisiana Black Church fires the recent Sri Lanka shootings that killed over hundreds of people and now it's UNC Charlotte. It, it, gun violence is not getting any slower. It's not dying down. There has to be an end that put is put to it. it. It's getting out of hand. Some more news going on in the world is an article out of National Geographic says a mysterious ancient human found on the roof of the world. Very interesting article article excuse me article what am i even talking about so this is by maya wehas and it says a mysterious ancient human found on the roof of the world a fossil jaw shatters records for the earliest inhabitants of the tibetan or tibetan 
why can I say that? T- Tibetan Plateau and gives new insights into the enigmatic Denisovans. Man, those are some humongous wor- words that I cannot even talk right now. The mouth of Baishia Karst Cave nestles near the base of a towering crag at the edge of the Tibetan Plateau. plateau. Strands of colorful prayer flags crisscross the pale face of a hollow, holy location where Tibet, Tib- Tibetans or Tibetans have long retreated to pray and heal from sickness within the cave's pool cave's cool confines in 1980 a local monk happened on something unexpected a jaw with two huge teeth that while human was definitely not like not like that of humans today crazy stuff maybe some evolution that had happened in that one i'm trying not to read too much into these stories i'm just trying to capture your attention trying to keep you all you guys updated if you want more information i'm just on the apple news app and no i am not endorsed by apple but i love the news app it is very intuitive and everything is on the front page i love it it gives you top news stories so go and click the apple news app if you're listening to this on your iphone or if you're listening to this on your mac or apple product really cool stuff uh, another article from the washington post says undocumented workers at trump's club say that they were cheated and I'm going to go ahead and click on this article. This is by Joshua Partlow and David A. Ferenthold. And it says his bosses at the Trump County Country Club called it side work. On some nights after the club's grill room closed, head waiter Jose Gabriel Juarez, an undocumented documented immigrant, was told to clock out. He pressed his index finger onto a scanner and typed his personal code, but he didn't go home. Instead, on orders from his bosses, Juarez, Juarez said, he would stay on sometimes past midnight he vacuumed carpets polished silverware and helped get the restaurant at trump national golf club west westchester in briarcliff manor new york ready for breakfast the next day all off the clock without being paid and this is such a common problem for so many young americans nowadays because just like i talked about this a few episodes ago the rate of college tuition is continuing to increase and i know this doesn't it's it's a vague relation to this undocumented immigrant story it's the rate of college tuition is continuously going up and the starting pay for college students has remained the same since 1980 1980 guys it has remained the exact same starting pay with kids hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt from college from having to live off campus thankfully enough i live close enough to the university that i attend and some people do live close enough to where they don't have to pay off campus but just just being a commuter and paying for tuition is the at least six thousand dollars a semester and that's for a cheap four-year university that's how ridiculous it's getting but the fact that they're not paying this worker is so common for so many people now bosses are going and asking for people to work after they've already punched out or they'll threaten to fire them i know i have several stories of former horrible jobs that i've had where i've clocked out and i've had my boss or i've had another co-worker say oh so and so needs you to go in they and finish this up i don't remember an exact story it's been too long i've left those jobs because they sucked so bad by the way i do not encourage you to go work for a city and be a 
and picking up the trash because it is absolutely disgusting. That was one of my very first jobs as I worked at worked at the city I lived in and uh, was working at the lake parks. And the trash that I would have to pick up, especially after the weekends, was so disgusting. So people liked to basically cut their... They liked to trim their fish and just throw it in the trash can, which, I mean, you don't think anything of it if you're at the lake and you're fishing and you eat the fish that you catch if you're one of those. But when you throw it in the trash can and it's in the hot summer and it rains overnight, the there would be a black film. And on top of that black film, there would be thousands of maggots on top of it. And the stench that would come from that was so disgusting. I could not do it. It was so gross. And whenever you pull out the trash bag to dump it, it would get all over my feet. And I w- it was the nastiest thing. I swear to you, it was so gross. I, I have that stench like stained into my head. I can still smell it. And I want to throw up whenever I think about it. It was so gross. And some other gross things I'd have to do is walk around. And the amount of used condoms that were on the ground that I'd have to pick up and throw away was ridiculous. All I had was a pair of gloves. I didn't have one of those gator things where it picked up the trash. No. I had a pair of gloves. Pick up your trash, guys. Especially pick up your dang condoms if you're going to do that. Come on. Save some people some time and, and pick up your own things that are that are released from your body it was nasty it was i only worked there for about two months and my first job ever i was 17 years old and it was a full eight hour work day clocked in at 6 a.m clocked out at 3 30 it was crazy to have as a first job coming fresh out of high school over the summer about to enter college i couldn't hardly do it for those of you that do do something similar to that respect i put respect on your name because that place is doing that is so tough and it is so difficult so definitely feel for you but back to the news i went off on a little tangent there so another this is an espn article it says a female olympian runner must take testosterone suppressing drugs to compete court rules i'm not gonna really click on that you can go through and click on these uh, so an article from the BBC News says Julian Assange, or Assange, WikiLeaks founder, jailed over bail breach. So this is from BBC News. I don't think there's an author on this. I'm trying to see so I can give credit. Uh, let's scroll down. I guess there's no author on this, but this is from the BBC News off the Apple News app. So it says WikiLeaks co-founder Julian Assange has been sentenced to 50 weeks in jail for breaching his bail conditions. The 47-year-old was found guilty of breaching the Bail Act last month after his arrest at the Ecuadorian embassy. He took refuge in the London embassy in 2012 to avoid extradition to Sweden over sexual assault allegations, which he has denied. And for those of you who don't know what WikiLeaks is, if you've ever heard of Edward Snowden, he's another one of those big-name guys that used to be, I believe it was Secret Service or a spy for the United States, and eventually went over to Russia and released a lot of the basically dirty dirty things that are going on behind the scenes and what's happening in the presidency and in the White House and released it on a document and or released it on a website and it's called WikiLeaks. So go check that out if you're interested in that type of stuff. So obviously another sexual assault story which is so horrible that sexual assault it, it, anyone affected by sexual assault I 
my my heart goes out to you because you are so strong and i i the amount of people that are, don't think that this is a problem are absolutely ignorant you be aware you need to educate yourself if consent every I, I mean it's it's a sensitive issue to talk about but it's something that needs to be talked about consent is real if if there's no it's you, there must be consent and there if you're if you're the slightest bit drunk or if she's the slightest bit drunk if there's any sort of drugs involved or if you even find yourself if you find yourself if you're a man listening to this or a woman and you find yourself on top of another person or pushing yourself onto another person stop that's sexual assault stop it you're you don't do it it's a horrible thing and those of us who witness it we need to step up and we need to put an end to it get in the middle of it and break it up and tell and call the cops on that person whoever is sexually assault if you see the slightest beginning signs of a sexual assault you need to report it immediately and step in and go and do something about it we need to protect each other we need to spread the love and positivity for everyone and make the world a better place it's so horrible that this is still happening and it so those the two dead and four injured that were uh that were shot and in unc another thing there's a lot of robert Mueller and william barr stuff because it is a big deal with the white house being kind of dirty um let's see so whistle whistleblowers say this is from cnn whistleblowers say company hiked drug price 97,000 percent and bribed doctors to boost sales this is from wayne drash of cnn it says the effort the whistleblower said in a lawsuit against the company was part of an intentional multi-tiered strategy by Quest Core Pharmaceuticals, now Malincrot, to boost sales of HP Axthar gel, creating the government out or cheating the government out of millions of dollars. So there's some more dirty stuff going on in the world. Pol uh, Nancy Pelosi and Schumer say that they've agreed to pursue a two trillion dollar infrastructure bill with President Trump. And this is from The Hill, Jordan Fabian. It says Democratic congressional leaders said Tuesday they reached an agreement with President Trump to seek a deal on a $2 trillion infrastructure, infrastructure bill, a surprising development that comes amid intense partisan warfare in Washington. Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Minority Leader Charles Schumer sounded a decidedly positive no after leaving a White House meeting shortly after noon with Schumer saying there was goodwill on both sides toward developing a major piece of legislation. So that's good stuff that there's a little bit of bipartisanship that's going on in the White House. Lots of good stuff going on in the White House and in Washington, D.C. So there's another... So the four killed in that Colorado pileup that happened a couple weeks ago or last week. Uh, this is a article from CNN's Joe Sterling, Amanda Watson, Joe Sutton. At least four people died when the driver of a semi plowed into stop traffic along Interstate 70 near Denver, and that driver is being held on four counts of vehicular homicide. Police say Friday says the runaway semi hit several cars and trucks in Lakewood on Thursday, igniting a fiery crash. 28 vehicles were involved in the pileup, four of them semis and 24 cars. Lakewood Police Department agent Ty Countryman told reporters, crazy stuff going on. And that's basically the big, big news. Obviously, Joe Biden, I said last Friday, announced 
his run at the presidency, joining 19 other Democrats. It's going to be really packed, really crowded come the 2020 election, and which Democrat is going to represent the party. So stay tuned for that. I'll keep you updated on, on all that stuff. Follow me on Twitter at Sean's underscore five and on Instagram at Sean's five to stay updated on all that good stuff. But it's now time for the really good and juicy stuff. Let's go ahead and get into my best budget-friendly places to go and travel to. And I even got some places to go eat because I am a part of, partly foodie podcast people so i got the good stuff i got the hookup let's go ball on a budget together so no specific order these are places i mean you gotta have a couple hundred dollars saved just about anywhere you go but this is a place i always have a lot of fun going to san antonio san antonio here in texas and i'm it's gonna mainly be around texas for those of my listeners that are in and in michigan and illinois and indiana and delaware and i even have a couple in japan you'll have to go and search it on on the internet because i know there's going to be some cool stuff but this is mostly going to be in texas colorado new mexico florida this type of area so i would have to say that san antonio is a really really fun place to go to and it's also super cool to travel to as well because you get to go through waco so you can go and stop at steel magnolia if you're really into that designing stuff and waco is a pretty if if you're around the baylor campus it is super cool if you're outside the baylor campus there is nothing in waco and there's some creepy stuff in waco too but uh go stop at steel magnolia steel magnolia if you're on your way to waco and you're er, on your way to san antonio excuse me and you're into that type of stuff also there's that twisted root in waco if you're hungry so get you a good burger they also have excellent milkshakes and their loaded fries with cheese bacon and chives and jalapenos are very very good highly recommend you stop at twisted root on your way to san antonio but when you get to san antonio it's kind of a double double trip right here so you want to plan and book an airbnb now those of you that are staying in a hotel i'm gonna i'm going to change your lives because staying in an Airbnb will save you so much money, hundreds of dollars of money. So the last time I went there last summer, I spent, I believe it was $25 a night for three nights to stay at a house on an Airbnb. And it was so nice. It was the owners there, they let you in at first and then they give you a key to go in and out and they don't even bother you. Maybe they'll give you a nice conversation when you first get in there. But the person I was booked with was very friendly and very welcoming but that was the only time that i ever had seen her so book you an airbnb try and plan it if you want a nicer place they can range up to about 50 bucks if you're in a really popular place which i'm not going to talk about because we're talking budget friendly places to go come on guys if you're rich i'm sorry you're 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 depending on the wrong person to tell you the fancy vacations to go to that are expensive but stay in an airbnb If you want to stay in a nicer one, it's going to range about 50, 60 bucks a night. But if you stay, if you're good with being in a pretty nice room, like a master bedroom or a guest bedroom, they're still pretty big and you can stay with your significant other or a friend or a family member because most of these beds are queen size or they'll have double beds. So book you an Airbnb. I was able to get mine for 25 bucks a night over the summer. And also always look out for deals because just down the road is Schlitterbahn 
and Schlitterbahn is in New Braunfels, which is about, eh, about 40 minutes away out of San Antonio. It makes for an excellent day of fun with family and with your significant other and friends. It's got fresh river, it's got fresh water coming from, is it the Brazos or the Guadalupe? I can't remember. It's probably the Brazos or the Guadalupe. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. It's, but it's fresh water straight from the river, so it's freezing cold. Unfortunately, the one day I've gotten to go to the Schlitterbahn out in New Braunfels, it was the coldest day all summer, and it was pouring rain, and it was, the water's already, it's a fresh spring, so it is a, it is freezing cold water, and it was pouring cold rain, and it was 50 degrees outside when in Texas we're used to it being 99 degrees as a cool day so i was shivering but it was still tons of fun they have lots and lots of water rides to go on it's you a lot of it's floating the river and you're going to be on a tube you can go into the river if you want to or you can stay on there homemade i guess it's do you call it homemade i guess you can call it the homemade type rides that they have when you float through it they have they have a cool one where it's like you're going through a jungle so it's got the fog and it's got the little fake animal things kind of like you're at a disney world on one of those dinosaur rides but you kind of float along through that it's super cool you should go to schlitterbahn get you some tickets usually they're not too bad i believe they're only like 40 bucks a pop and you can even go to and this is a quick shout out if you go to one of the country radio stations out in fort worth it was i believe it's uh, 95.9 92.1 every now and then they'll be giving out some free Schlitterbahn tickets so go and hit them up go out to some of their events look them up online at 95.9 the ranch and 92.1 hank fm they got some really cool stuff on there and you can maybe get yourself some free Schlitterbahn tickets and get bowling on a budget even more which is so great so when you're down in san antonio and after you've gone to Schlitterbahn and there's two parts of Schlitterbahn by the way there's one that's a normal water park it doesn't use the river water and then the other side is like the original part and it uses the river that goes through it and then the other that other side that's newer it's going to be actual like slides and all that good stuff so what's really cool is whenever you're in san antonio you can walk the river walk there's a whole bunch of history in san antonio go see the alamo there was and the streets around san antonio are very beautiful because it's such an old city and i recommend if you haven't been to the alamo it's kind of a neat place to go to it's a place you kind of only have to go to once but if you're bowling on a budget you can just look on the outside and you'll be satisfied with it but i would have to say you definitely will have to don't pay for (coughs) excuse me don't pay for the water rides that float the river just walk besides the river or walk beside the river and and don't go to the restaurants right next to the river because it's a little overpriced but there's a sweet mall that's over there and they got some cool shops but if you're hungry and you're feeling really hungry there is an amazing taco place that i just love and crave ever since i had it last summer it is called henry's puffy tacos and just about everything on there you have to get puffy tacos one way or the other you can get shredded i believe i had a shredded chicken and a ground beef puffy taco and it's made with like misa and or mesa and it's it's like crispy on the outside like a kind of like a poofy like almost churro like texture on the outside and then you bite in and it's got that mesa 
uh, kind of tamale-ish feel to it, and it is so, so good. I love Henry's Puppy Tacos. Recommend you go there after you go to the water park or something, and there's a couple out there, but that is a hidden gem out there in San Antonio. Only the locals really know about it. It's got great reviews on Google and Yelp. So go hit that place up. Another great place is Lulu's Cafe out in San Antonio. And I had this cinnamon roll there. And I think it's five pounds or more. It is, it, it's a five pound cinnamon roll or more. And I posted it on my Snapchat at the time. I'll probably go back there and I'll get another cinnamon roll. But it is as big. It, it's bigger than your face. It's two faces put together and twice as high as your face. It is so good. It's Droused or doused with I don't even know the word it's just covered with cream cheese icing and it is a super super fluffy and light or not light like more of a dense and chewy and soft type of cinnamon roll and it is so good and Lulu's Cafe they also have this uh, <coughs> fried chicken and an omelet that's like eight eggs or something all sorts of good breakfast places or also of good breakfast items on Lulu's menu recommend you go hit up Lulu's you're definitely gonna have to have a cinnamon roll and you'll even be able to take some home because there's no way you're gonna be able to eat that in one sitting but it is so amazing it's a dessert to have in the morning or I believe they're open 24 7 because it is it is like a waffle house it's very similar to it <laughs> so go hit up Lulu's gotta give me a drink here before I die on y'all just one sec so it's it's a it's a great place to go San Antonio definitely recommend another place I recommend in Texas is Galveston Galveston is a whole lot of fun now it's not for everyone the water's not gonna be crystal clear in Galveston but once again get you an Airbnb and even if you want to, you can maybe fly down there, but that'd be kind of dumb to fly down there. You might as well just drive because driving, you get to sightsee, and who doesn't love sightseeing? It's a beautiful drive going to Galveston, and I love the feel of whenever you're eating on the... I went to a Joe's Crab Shack, and I was there with my girlfriend and I think the rest of my family, and it was on the 4th of July weekend two years ago, and they had on the beach... The fireworks going up, it was at night about 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock. Fireworks were shooting up, and you were able to see it on the deck of that Joe's Crab Shack. It's just, it's a great vibe and a super cool atmosphere, and it's really good to go fishing in. I know that a couple of fishermen that have caught some awesome stuff off the piers over in Galveston. So if you're a big, big into fishing, definitely recommend you go hit up Galveston and get you an Airbnb. I even know some people that stay in their cars, but if you're going to go down there for kind of a weekend getaway with a significant other or a or a friend or a family member, go ahead and get you an Airbnb. Now, it, because it's on the beach, it's going to be slightly more expensive. Maybe look for like upper $30 to $50 range for about a normal, normal room. <laughs> Maybe like lower $50 range is more likely. But it is super, super cool. I love going to Galveston because I love the beach. I skimboard if you're into skimboarding or if you even know what skimboarding is. I love doing it. You run out of breath, but man, you bust so many times. I can't tell you the amount of times I busted on my face. But just about every restaurant on the beach side area, I can't remember if it's called Bayside or what. 
street this is. There's also a Schlitterbahn in Galveston as well, but it's really not that great. Make sure you go to the one in New Braunfels because it's the original. Don't go to the Schlitterbahn in Galveston, I say again. But Galveston has all sorts of dog-friendly restaurants to go eat at. You can take your dog out on the beach. You can play with your dog on the beach as well. Super, super relaxed. There's super nice people around Galveston. And if you're living in Houston, even, and you're listening to the podcast, it's only like an hour drive. So, and just from here, from DFW, it's four or five hours. It's not bad at all. (coughs) And I do have to say, I haven't quite gotten to explore all of the food options in Galveston. I plan on going back there this summer. So I'll definitely make another podcast about the places to go eat in Galveston. And if you reside in Galveston or you've been there a couple times and know some good food places, hit me up on Twitter or hit me up on Instagram. Let me know the places you want me to go try. But the next place that's on my list is Austin. Definitely going to stay in Texas once again. But don't worry, we'll be getting out of Texas very shortly. Austin is an awesome city. I love Austin. Just because they have, obviously the UT campus vibe is really cool. I'm not a big, I'm not, I I would not go to the University of Texas. I don't know why it's just a personal preference because I hate burnt orange for some reason. I think it's a god awful color, but it's a very, very neat campus. And the artists, the music artists around that area are so awesome. There's constant music going, there's comedy, there's it's just an artistic city to go to and i highly recommend that you go and visit salt lick barbecue while you're down there in austin obviously you get you an airbnb all these places you're going to want to get an airbnb and this is going to cost in a trip to austin for a weekend it's going to cost you about i don't know maybe 300 bucks including gas for two people which is not bad at all 150 bucks a person so make sure you hit up snooze because Like I said in my other podcast news, you always want to make sure to hit that place up whenever you have the opportunity to and get you the pancakes that are not on the menu. Man, I forgot them again. Uh, The sinful pancakes, which are the cinnamon roll with bacon pancakes with cream cheese icing and candied pecans. So great. I love snooze. So go hit up snooze when you're in Austin. Go walk around the parks that they have there. I know they have an awesome river that you can swim down in. You can kayak. You can go on the paddle boards and go paddle boarding. Paddle boarding, excuse me. It's a super fun trip to go on and definitely are going to want to hit up Salt Lake Barbecue. It's a little bit of a drive out there and it's a in an old vineyard. And just the atmosphere of Salt Lake Barbecue is so cool. They have an open open barbecue pit that you can see them smoking the barbecue with the mesquite wood. and Or the maple wood. I can't remember which one they use. I believe it's mesquite wood. And that barbecue is mouth-watering. It is so good. And they serve every single item with a potato salad. And it is just a neat experience to go to because it's a little bit of a drive and there's not many people that are going to make that drive but the people there are so friendly and they serve your food i would i wish that they'd serve you a little bit more because i mean it's just a handful of maybe some brisket but it's definitely worth that you still go out there because that brisket that they give you is so tasty it's salty i love salty uh, i love salty food 
so if you're it's obviously called the salt lake so it's a little bit salty and it's got a brown sugar type sweetness to it and i believe you can also get some baked beans which are my favorite to have as a side with barbecue and you can get those all together and it makes for one heck of a meal i know some will say macaroni and cheese which i think macaroni and cheese obviously goes great with barbecue as well but i don't believe that they have macaroni and cheese there with their combos you might have to pay for that extra but they have some great stuff out there in austin there's another place called franklin's barbecue that's more close to the university of texas campus if you don't want to drive out there too much i recommend you stop at franklin's barbecue pit because that place is just as good and it is a little more popular because all of the ut students it's on like the campus downtown campus center so you'll want to get there a little bit early so you can make sure to get that good food before you get too hangry because no one likes you when you're hangry and i know lots of people that get hangry and i am not going to name names and if you're listening to this i know you know please don't get mad at me i love you and i personally myself i get i get hangry quite a bit and i think everyone's got to get a little bit hangry at some point and there's just no control it's just like you're not you when you don't eat a snickers that is so accurate i i can't even i can't even put it into words how accurate that you not you're not you when you don't eat it doesn't have to be when you don't eat a snickers but you're not you when you don't eat period that's what it should be so in austin there's those cool places you can also take your dogs on a couple of trails that they have and i went to a trader joe's that was a little bit over the bridge that crosses over the river there i don't i don't know why i can't remember the name of that river i know everyone that lives in austin is gonna blow up my phone but as you go over the river there's a trader joe's there that is huge and it is really really cool I know Trader Joe's are pretty popular, but that was the first time I've ever gotten to go into a Trader Joe's. So if you haven't been, there's some cool stuff. There's every sort of butter that you can make out of some sort of, uh, I guess, nuts that grows out of the ground. So there's obviously peanut butter, almond butter, cashew butter. I, I can't, I don't know. There's probably Brazilian nut butter. There's all sorts of crazy things. There's cookie butter. Lots of good, cool things over at the Trader Joe's. And obviously, go hit up the music. There's also the South by Southwest Festival that happens in Austin. So if you're able to get an Airbnb and plan way beforehand, and you get you some tickets to the South by Southwest Festival and see some great artists and musicians for a couple of days, you're definitely going to get the most out of your Austin experience. It is super cool. There's also a hula hut that overlooks the lake over in Austin. I, what's that lake called? Lake Travis, I think is what it is. There's a hula hut there. It's, I mean, hula huts, it's decent food. But it's a place that you, if you can't find a good Tex-Mex place to eat, you can go and hit up hula hut. But definitely you're going to want to hit up Franklin's Barbecue and the Salt Lake Barbecue and Snooze. And there's also one more place on your way into Austin, Round Rock Donuts. And that place is so good. So good, guys. When you go to Round Rock Donuts, they make a pair of... They make a pair of what is it these donuts with a bucket a bucket that's how big these donuts are they're as big as your face bigger than your face it comes in a humongous box you can share it with someone or you can eat it as leftovers they make it in glazed and chocolate glazed i don't know if they do it in strawberry or not but i'm sure they can if you ask 
and just their normal glazed donuts are mouth-watering. They melt in your mouth like a Krispy Kreme donut, and they're always fresh. They're always having people back there. The staff there is very friendly, very welcoming, and very nice, and you don't ever have to wait in too long of a line, and they are always willing to recommend their favorite donut and what they believe that you're going to enjoy the best, so you're definitely going to want to stop at Round Rock Donuts. If you love donuts, it is a must-stop place to go. It's a little bit outside Austin, about 30 minutes as you're entering in, so you want to stop there as you're driving towards Austin, and you might want to stop there on the way out as well. And going through Austin is you're going to you're going to go through Austin to get to San Antonio. So you can always stop at Round Rock Donuts there. And there's another donut place I haven't gotten to try because my next place on the list, I got the stomach virus and wasn't able to go anywhere, which sucked on one of my vacations. And it is Voodoo Donuts. I've heard such great things about Voodoo Donuts. I've seen it on the TV. They have a Voodoo Doll Donut. They have a Maple Bacon Donut. They have a Captain Crunch Donut, a Fruity Pebbles Donut, an Oreo Donut, a Reese's Donut. All sorts of crazy concoctions at Voodoo Donuts in Austin. Definitely recommend that you go because I cannot wait to get to go back to Austin this summer and try some more or try some Voodoo Donuts and then get some Round Rock Donuts on the way back and maybe go ahead and pick up some more Voodoo Donuts just for the heck of it. But next on the list is going to be a little bit outside of the budget. You're going to want to save about $500 or more. And if, if you're wanting to get about the $500 range, you, it'll probably be about three to four days that you'll get to stay there. But it's within driving distance and it's Colorado. And I, I, I really love Denver. Denver was a super cool city to go to. And there's also the places around Denver. So there's Frisco, which is a, this really cute little town that we got to stay in over spring break. And it's these little cottage houses right in the middle of the Rocky Mountains. And just the ski resort for, uh, what was it called? Uh, Copper Mountain Ski Resort was just five minutes away. It, it, which is one of my favorite of all time ski spots to go to, Copper Mountain. And Frisco is by far the coolest little town I've ever gotten to stay in on a vacation. It's like for winter vacation, spring vacation. It, it, it was one of the coolest places I've gotten to stay. And there's good food all around there. You can yelp it. Everyone there is super friendly. The hike from the buses is a little bit long if you stay in Frisco. But that's why I recommend you go and stay in Denver, Colorado. Just a little bit of a drive. It's about 15 hours, maybe more. It's really not terrible whenever you get going. And there's lots of good food stops. So I know on our way out, there's the there's the big steakhouse in Amarillo. I can't even think of the name of it, but it's the place with like the 72 ounce steak or something. And you also are going to go through, there's a place called Ye Old Pancake House, which is where we stopped and ate. It's pretty decent. Uh, recommend going to it if you're trying to find a good breakfast spot if you're heading out of the DF Dub. And as you enter Denver, there is food out the wazoo. It is so good. It's almost overwhelming. So the activities you can do in Denver, the first night, me, my girlfriend and I went to the Mavs and Nuggets game over at Pepsi Center and we took a lift from our 
we were staying in a hotel because we were with family but you, airbnb is definitely way cheaper so definitely get you an airbnb take a lift to everywhere you go because you, lifts are pretty cheap there and we went to the pepsi center so it was about a 10 minute drive paid about two bucks uh two bucks one way to get to the pepsi center about five bucks going back and that was a really fun night but the food around there is so so good there's denver biscuit company which makes these biscuits that are humongous and they have a strawberry a strawberry shortcake biscuit which my mother had and she really enjoyed but that's kind of more of a dessert type thing and it was breakfast, so I wanted to eat something really tasty. So I got this chicken and waffles type biscuit, or chicken. It was a chicken biscuit with bacon, and I don't know if it had a fried egg on it or not. And it had maple syrup drizzled on top of it. It was so tasty. So, so good. And I know there's a couple of... I know my, I believe it was my girlfriend got a barbecue, a pork barbecue, a pulled pork barbecue one, which is one of their highest recommend, recommended ones. I think it's got uh, pulled pork. It's got barbecue sauce on it, obviously. I think it's got cabbage and whatever that nasty stuff everyone throws away at Cane's. I can't think of the name of it at, right at the moment, but it's got that on top of it and it's, it was, it looked pretty good, but it, that's not really my vibe. I wanted more of a sweet and savory type meal, so I went with that chicken biscuit. Really, really good. Go to Denver Biscuit Company. Make sure you get some of that. And they also have a Voodoo Donuts over there in Denver. So if you can't make it in Austin and you're able to make it to Denver, go and try Denver Biscuit Company because or, and, Voodoo, and Voodoo Donuts over there. It is really good. Some more fun activities you can do over there as well is the... Uh, Man, what was it? There's a place called Voodoo Comedy. And my girlfriend and I love going to watch stand-up comedy. It is... I I prefer stand-up comedy over going to watch a music concert because I think the feeling of laughter and joy can overwhelm any sort of concert post-feeling because you just have such a good time. And there's a place called Voodoo Comedy. It's kind of next to Denver Biscuit Company. Take a lift there from your Airbnb. They have shows, I think they start at 8 o'clock and they go all the way through 12 o'clock or 1, 1 a.m. Everyone there is hilarious. They do several different shows that are improv style. So there was one that it was just a pure improv. And then the second show right after that, I think we only made it to two because we didn't know that one ticket would get you into every single show, which is really awesome. So I think we went there and we had went to the improv and then the next one was called Rhapsody, which was a rap improv and it was hilarious. I had such a great time, a whole lot of fun there until I puked my guts out overnight getting the stomach bug from some funky thing I ate at this Italian restaurant. That's why I'm not going to put that on my list because I'm convinced that that place gave me food poisoning. So the final two days in Denver didn't get to enjoy, so I didn't get to try the Voodoo Donuts. But there's definitely great food over there. Great food in Frisco, Colorado, and Copper Mountain, Colorado. Get you some ski lift tickets. Be looking out on the deals. I think you can follow their Facebook page, Copper Mountain Ski Resort, or or just Copper Mountain. And they are constantly releasing 20% off coupons or 10% discounts or season passes if you're able to go out for that long but this is for us falling on a budget so there's always groupon so be on the lookout always for that 
And you can even stay in Denver, take a trip down to Copper Mountain, go to Frisco, Colorado, look at that cute little town, or maybe stay a few days in Frisco, go to, Col- go to Denver, Colorado like I did. It was a whole lot of fun. Got to go and enjoy a great time with friends and family and my girlfriend. So it was definitely recommend for any family, anyone listening for some awesome ideas to do during spring break. It is also beautiful to do during the summer months because the sightseeing there is spectacular it's so beautiful you're able to take the ski lifts up to the top of the mountains you can eat at a couple of the restaurants they have up there at copper mountain and you can see over it looks like the entire state of colorado it is one of the most beautiful scenes and it's it's breathtaking it's amazing i love going there so on to the next one in my list i would have to say we're gonna stick in the rocky mountains let's go to new mexico specifically santa fe and angel fire those two places are super cool to go to i'm if you can't tell i love skiing and i love skiing during winter break and spring break that's when the snow is best so if you're wanting to do that definitely look for those times we were able to get a deal on groupon or some other site so i'm telling you go bargain shopping look ahead of time for deals to get on those ski lift tickets because they can cost a fortune so going to going to New Mexico, there's definitely not the food that's going to be there because Colorado, I definitely recommend over to New Mexico, but New Mexico is still a really cool place because it's also closer to Texas if you're coming if you're going out of Texas. The drive there may not be as pretty as going to Denver, but it's definitely worth it whenever you hit the Rocky Mountains and you're able to stay in Angel Fire because they have some really neat lodges to stay in. I don't believe they have many Airbnbs going on because these are kind of small towns. But there's some fun things you can do in Angel Fire. You can go to the hot tub at night. You can go walk around the little town square that they have, go shopping, go into some of the little ski shops or the biking shops. It's a lot of fun. Everyone there is very laid back. The food, I would say, is not great. So you're definitely going to have to go in grocery shop beforehand to go and prepare yourselves to be able to enjoy the rest of the week with some decent food. So that's the one place I would say probably doesn't have the best food. So that's why it's kind of near the back of my list. But there's obviously some places that I haven't gotten to completely go to. So Florida is a really another uh, another big one that I love to go to. And I recommend you check Google Flights because if you track on Google Flights, you can really find some great deals. And there's some sometimes you can find a flight to Florida or flights to New York or flights to uh, Bay Areas or California for $70 round trip. If you constantly monitor Google Flights, they will give you the best deal. So I recommend if you're wanting to go a little bit farther away and taking an airplane, be on the lookout on Google Flights because I was able to get some steal, steals of a deal going to Florida. And I know that there's a good friend of mine that uses Google Flights to go and book trips to New York and Canada, all sorts of crazy stuff. And they're always able to do some great things with bargain shopping. So Google Flights is a great tool. I really recommend it because I was able to get a great deal going to Florida and that Florida trip only cost me like $300, I believe. So it's really not terribly expensive to be by the beach, get to relax by the ocean. And we stayed over in Fort Myers and I've been to Panama City as well. I think you can get an Airbnb somewhere around there. It's once again going to be a little bit more expensive because it's on the beach and people are 
going there for vacation. So the most money you're going to be spending over in that area is on the Airbnb or on the hotel if you choose to do so. But look for an Airbnb first because they're always going to be cheaper. But you can get some great deals just going on Google Flights. I'm constantly monitoring them, especially with the upcoming summer break. I'm really trying to look for some cool places outside of Texas. And I will never go on a cruise ship because I've seen Titanic. I watched that cruise ship just tip over or whatever a couple months ago over in, what was it, like Viking, it was like Viking Cruises or something. That's why I don't mess with cruise ships, people. It may be affordable, it may be cheap, and you may get to go to places, but I prefer to stay in my destination and not be on a floating hotel in the middle of the ocean that a Megalodon can come and rip the, and rip the boat in half, or the boat hits something, boat sinks, huge waves, boat sinks. One way or the other, it's almost a terrible, terrible thing that's going to happen at the end of a cruise. I'm super scared of them. I'm, I'm kind of biased. I, I, can't, I can't go on a cruise. I thought about it because, hey, I've heard that it's great for people balling on a budget. So I go, I look at cruises, and I'm like, nah, they're about 500. So figured I'd go ahead and make this podcast for other fellow people out there that are afraid to go on cruises and don't trust those floating ships of death. So definitely are going to want to hit up San Antonio, Austin, and Galveston in Texas because those are some great spots to go to. I'm, I'm missing some big places. Like I haven't gotten to explore some of the some of the canyon areas. I haven't gone to the Grand Canyon. I don't know if that's any good. Hit me up if you have been. Tell me how that was. Um, so also go to Denver, Colorado. Go to Frisco, Colorado. Go in between Copper Mountain and Frisco, Colorado for a couple of days drive back to denver get you some voodoo donuts get some denver biscuit company go to snooze when you're down there in austin and henry's puffy tacos and whenever you're over in new mexico just enjoy a good time relaxing because it is very chillax there it is it's a super fun time but i hope you enjoyed getting all of these great ideas and great budget-friendly places to go to for those of us balling on a budget and for those of us who are broke college kids and are very frugal with their money I'm telling you, these places are worth it, especially if you're in Texas. Recommend you just stay in the state and go look at those or go check Google Flights if you're wanting to get a little bit out of the state if you can't drive to it. This was a lot of fun. I hope you enjoyed it. Go try all the food. Go to all these places. Go to Schlitterbahn. Tons of fun. Promise you'll love it there. Unless you don't like water or you can't swim, then probably don't go there. But this has been such a fun podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I love all of you guys. Next week, there will be a special guest on here. And I'll be keeping you updated on Twitter. And by the way, if you want some of those stickers, why don't you go ahead and DM me on Twitter at Shantz underscore five. That is S-C-H-A-N-T-Z underscore five. And on Instagram at Shantz five altogether. I'll be sure to send you some stickers. Subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, all of those different places. And if you're on Apple Podcasts or whatever, please give me a rating or a review. Send me a snapshot of it. I'll send you even more stickers because stickers are awesome. And they're really cool. I'm excited. Stay tuned for next Wednesday's podcast with my special guest. I hope you enjoyed the best budget places to go here in the United States and in Texas especially. I love you guys so much. Stay tuned next week. Have a great Wednesday and enjoy the rest of your week. Peace.